Blog Talk Radio. It's time to strap our boots on. This is the perfect day to die. Wipe the blood out of our eyes. In this life there's no surrender. And there's nothing left for us to do. Find the strength to see this through.
Jason, thank you once again for coming to Bard's Logic Political Talk, part of the conservative conversation. We appreciate uh, you coming to uh, this episode, uh, podcast, uh, whatever time of the day uh, that you're looking at. And one thing we'll be speaking of on this episode is, will the GOP, the Republican Party, impeach Merrick Garland if they win the House uh, in November? Now, of course, after the raid of President Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago, there is a growing number of people who see the FBI and the DOJ's actions as being politically motivated. Many already contend they are doing the bidding of the Biden regime. Of course, all what is happening is taking place only a few months uh, prior to the midterm elections. Now, we wonder, is Mayor Garland and the FBI attempting to affect the outcome, knowing an electoral reckoning is coming against the Democrat Party? Uh, Republicans are saying they will investigate and take action against these fascist tactics uh, being used against the Democrats' political opponents. So does this mean it could include the impeachment of Mayor Garland uh, and the perhaps the prosecution of James Comey? Uh, one of the things I brought up uh, is how the timing of all this going on, uh, just coming up a few a few months, you know, prior to the midterm election. Now, whether you believe the polls that are going out that the that the media is trying to put out, making it look like and giving hope to the Democrats that you know they may not be as bad off as uh, was once thought. Of course, I can't understand why anyone uh, would vote for a Democrat uh, right now. Uh, of course, with inflation uh, being what it is, uh, being a uh, proxy war with Russia, uh, rising China, uh, and we're not doing a damn thing about it. Uh, so we talked about uh, that a few weeks ago. You uh, can look that up in the archives. And uh, so, I, I, yeah, I don't know why anyone. Now, I know a lot of people who are supporters of the Democrat Party. Uh, they don't believe that uh, inflation is by all, by all we have world uh, inflation, world levels of inflation. Well, uh, if you look at the, you know, the inflation of other countries, I mean, we're number 13 in the G summit, in the G20. And if you look around the world, there are 86 other countries that have an inflation lower than ours, 86, 86 countries that have a lower inflation rate than the United States. And again, 13, we're 13th in the G20 when it comes to our inflation rate. So, again, I don't understand why anyone would vote for a Democrat. Uh, of course, the media and their lies are trying to convince people that it's not you know, the inflation isn't the, the Biden regime. Of course, if things go down, it's their, you know, they did it. If, they, if inflation goes up, all they have nothing to do with it. I mean, we, we know the game. So with that being said, and apparently looking like we're going to, you know, the Republicans are going to take the House and perhaps even the Senate, you know, are these departments trying to use their power to – sway public opinion against the Republicans, you know, and remember, you know, and then, a, you know, Biden and his fascist, uh, you know, Hitler-esque uh, speech 
where they, you know, talk about the, the, you know, the mango Republicans and they're trying to put them all, you know, you know, in a bad light. And so who they say that the Garland and the FBI aren't trying to do this in there. Now, why would the, you know, Mayor Garland, the FBI want to sway what happens during the election? Well, again, people like, you know, Jim George, we'll talk about that later, or Jim Jordan, I'm sorry. Uh, later, you know, is talking is mentioned impeaching Mayor Garland, and they've also talked about doing you know all these investigations, and the Democrats just can't have it. So they got to do everything in their power because they they can't uh, they can't get people to vote for them because of the economy. They can't say we're safer. I mean, look at crime. I mean, we're in a proxy war with with Russia, you know, through you know through Ukraine. So what are they doing now? One of the things. Uh, we've, you know, we've got an article here. Be like, well, well, what makes you think it's politically motivated? And again, I've mentioned earlier the timing. And you know, there's a, an article uh, that I've got here uh, where it notes that you know the subpoenas that uh, Attorney General Garland uh, has been, you know, you know, putting out against these people from the Department of Justice. Uh, they're being issued just before the start of the 60-day, what they consider pre-election quiet period, uh, which supposedly the department seeks to avoid taking action that could seem by as influencing the election. But that's exactly what they're doing. If they were concerned about affecting the election, then why would they, you know, not done this, you know, months ago instead of just weeks before the so-called quiet period? Why would they, why would they wait so long uh, before they did that? Well, the same thing with uh, the raid in Mar-a-Lago. Why did they wait so long to do uh, to do that when they're talking, you know, using the uh, you know Presidential Records Act to go after Trump? And, and why are they using the Presidential Records Act to go after Trump? Well, they're trying to go after Trump uh, that way because we, you know, the January 6th uh, Commission is falling or fell uh, flat on its face. Uh, and it's also, I mean, you see, uh, you know, nothing coming, you know, nothing come out of it. You know, they're, they're still trying to see if they can prosecute Trump because, again, they, they don't want him to run. And then when they do everything in their power uh, for him not to be able to run. But the January 6th commission is all flat on their face. And, and just look what they, you know, look what they've all done in the past to try to stop Trump. And that's. And it's ongoing. I mean, I've never seen it before in my life. I mean, I've been following, you know, politics for, you know, almost four decades now, and I've never seen where, you know, a, a, a president and then former president has been so, you know, attacked as, as President Trump, and, and not by just, you know, Democrats, as you know, also by Republicans, which tells you, you know, should tell you something. I mean, even, you know, independents and maybe even some Democrats, it should tell you something. You know, if he's got Republicans and Democrats coming after him, you know, what a lot of folks would consider the deep state. And I remember Trump, you know, talked about draining the swamp. Unfortunately, I don't think he did that great of a job of draining the swamp, um, especially since he put some swamp creatures, you know, in his uh, – you know, administration, I mean, I'll never forget the time he put, uh, 
you know, we, we called him Rince Pubis, but, you know, Rince Priebus has, has his uh, you know, chief of staff. I mean, I was flabbergasted, you know, that he, he did that. It's like, you want to talk about swamp creatures, <laughs> look at, uh, you know, look at Rince, uh, Rince Priebus. We called him Rince Pubis, and now every time I hear his name, then I, I just automatically call him, you know, Rince Pubis. Uh, but anyway, so he didn't do that great run and, you know, draining the swamp the first time. Uh, perhaps, you know, if he gets elected in 2024, which, of course, you know, the Democrats are afraid to death uh, of that. But let's we'll get there when we when we get there. And so we're, you know, talking about the midterms. Uh, you know, they they wanted you know, to do all those like, investigations such as, you know, I mentioned earlier, you had Jim Jordan who actually stated, you know, that, one, you know, all their investigations is, of course, to try to stop, you know, Trump from running, you know, for the president, because they're pretty confident that he, I mean, he's going to win the, he's going to win, I'll get you on a second if he has a Skype caller. Uh, he's going to win the uh, the Republican primary. And then, of course, you know, who do the Democrats have? Uh, to go up against Trump. It's certainly not going to be, you know, Biden and then Kamala Harris. Are you kidding? I mean, I, I think the Democrats are more afraid of Kamala Harris being president than Biden. Uh, but we do have uh, a Skype caller here raising their hand, so let me go ahead and get him uh, called in. Uh, I didn't get a chance to get to uh, the green room, but thank you very much for coming to the show. How are you? Hi, you were talking about Caitlyn Jenner earlier? Caitlyn Jenner? Yeah, I believe no, I you were talking mention, about Caitlyn I, Jenner earlier. No, I didn't mention Caitlyn Jenner at all. Well, no, we didn't, we, I, I, I could have sworn. Jenner. I, I could have no. sworn I heard talk about Caitlyn Jenner and, um, and, and transgenders in general. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a no. huge Caitlyn Jenner supporter. Just wanted to call in and, and thank you for talking about her over here. She's really important okay, well, to America's well, well, political sphere currently. Okay, we we haven't talked about Caitlyn Jenner at all. I don't know if he was listening to a uh, a different podcast and just called into the wrong one. I don't know. Uh, but we didn't talk, we didn't talk about Caitlyn Jenner at all. We haven't even mentioned uh, Caitlyn Jenner on you know on this you know this program. We have a very passing, but it certainly wasn't on this episode. Uh, so you know, thank you very much for your call. But now when we talk about Caitlyn Jenner, if you're a big Caitlyn Jenner fan. Uh, you're certainly welcome to you know, call back into the program uh, when we do, if we ever do. We probably never will, uh, but you know, thank you very uh, much for calling away, so I uh, appreciate it. So I uh, also want to welcome uh, Pastor, uh, is it Pastor Veal Minster, interesting name, uh, in the chat. Uh, you're welcome to, to call in as well. Uh, we aren't talking about Caitlyn Jenner, though. However, we are talking about the midterms coming up and, you know, what Jim Jordan is saying, you know, about uh, the possibility of impeaching Merrick Garland if they were to indeed take Congress. Uh, So we got an article here from uh, Newsweek, you know, Ohio Representative Jim Jordan saying Republicans could impeach uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland if the GOP gains a majority in Congress and, you know, there's a very good chance uh, that that's going to happen. So, 
he you know, spoke to Newsmax, uh, Rumschmidt, and insisted they were grounds for impeachment due to Garland's re- – and I'm sure they're going to find you know, other things if they decide to impeach Garland. Uh, due to Garland's refusal to prosecute any of the people who protested outside of the homes of the Supreme Court justices. Now, of course, we remember – which is ironic um, – you know, when they would talk about people, you know, protesting outside of the Capitol, uh, but then you have uh, people like Chuck Schumer who are basically, you know, you're going to reap the whirlwind, you know, you're going to pay for your actions, basically. Uh, Chuck Schumer said from the, you know, to the Supreme Court, and then, of course, them doing absolutely nothing, even promoting uh, for folks to, and then this is, a, you know, Garlic not doing anything about it, but promoting to have, you know, people uh, protest outside of the, you know, Supreme Court's homes. You know, I mean, it's ridiculous. But anyway, it says ahead of the uh, ahead of and following the Supreme Court historic decision to overturn abortion on Roe v. Wade. Uh, we'll we'll talk more about about that later. Uh, protesters took some demonstrations at the Supreme Court building. Which is a federal building, folks, you know, like the Capitol building, as well as some of the justices' homes. These actions have been condemned and criticized by some politicians. Uh, Republicans are heading to the midterms with uh, high hopes they will manage to flip enough seats in the House and the Senate to regain control of both chambers. Uh, now, historically, the party in the White House almost always sees losses in the midterms especially the first ones they encounter. Now, I, I mean, could we have a historical loss uh, for the Democrats? I mean, just look what happened to Obama, you know, after, <clears throat> you know, in his first year, the trouncing that the Democrats got then. So could this be worse uh, than what happened uh, to Obama? Perhaps. Should it be worse than what happened when, with Obama? It certainly should be worse than what happened to Obama. I mean, at least when, you know, Obama was uh, in office, I mean, we didn't have an economy the way we are now. We don't have record inflation. I mean, look at the uh, fuel and, and food prices. I mean, we're in a proxy war with Russia, you know, so we've got, you know, China rising, uh, you know, threatening, you know, our allies, such as Taiwan. I mean, those type of things, you know, weren't happening the way they are, you know, here under the Biden regime. So it should be, you know, as I described it earlier, a reckoning, a red reckoning, as I like to call it. Because what the uh, the Democrats and the Biden regime has done you know, to this country in two short years. I mean, just look how the economy was. You know, during the Trump administration, especially prior to COVID, which, you know, I think that, you know, in part the reason why COVID was released the way that the time that it was, because, you know, the way China, you know, the way Trump was uh, treating, you know, China. And so, you know, they had to do that. Who knows? Maybe it was the, <laughs> the Bidens are actually in cahoots with them through Hunter Biden to try to get uh, Hunter, you know. Uh, you know, Hunter to talk to them about getting his dad, you know, the big guy elected uh, instead of Trump. So, I mean, they, they've tried all these things to to defeat Trump, to get him impeached. Um, 
and then nothing, and nothing worked. So I think, let, well, let's try COVID. And then every single day, one of the things that they and the media did every single day was talking about the death counts. The death counts are showed all oh, this. This is uh, this is Trump's COVID. Well, one thing you're not hearing now, and I know we're kind of going off in a little tangent here, but what you're not hearing now is how during the, the Biden regime, more people have died of COVID, you know, during uh, the Biden regime than the Trump administration. But you don't hear the, the media or so-called media. We all know they're not the media anymore. They're the propaganda, the propaganda arm of the Democrat Party. But, they, you know, they, they, don't, they, they never talk about it. I mean, have they ever you know, put out, this is the, you know, more people died, yeah, more people died of COVID, you know, during uh, the Biden uh, regime than during the Trump administration. You don't, you don't hear that. Um, they're, and they're still pushing these damn vaccines where obviously they don't work the way that they described them. People are getting sick from taking them. The boosters aren't working. How many people, folks, how many people that you know personally, and I know a good number of them myself, who took the vaccine, took the boosters, and still got COVID. And not only got COVID, got really sick with COVID. I know if, I've known if, you know, a number of them. And I've also known at least one, if not a couple, who got really sick when they got, and they were young. They are like in their 30s, and they were vaccinated, boosted, and they got, you know, the vaccine, and they got COVID, and they actually was hospitalized for it. So they're still pushing the vaccines. They're still pushing it for the kids. So why, you know, why anyone, again, would vote for a Democrat is beyond my comprehension. I mean, yes, I know that the media is, well, it's beyond it's brainwashed them to not hold accountable, you know, what's, what's happened in this, uh, in this regime, this administration. But, that, that, you know, but I don't think there's enough for them to stop this red, red, uh, red reckoning. So – What's going to stop it? Well, they needed COVID to stop Trump. Now they thought that, well, we'll be able to stop Trump through the January 6th commission. No. <laughs> they didn't see uh, – they actually seen Trump's numbers rise against Biden during that. And then they're like, oh, well, now, you know, that's not work. January 6th commission's, you know, a blunder. A blunder. Well, now we got to uh, – you know, try something else. Well, now we're going to use the Presidential Records Act. And then they're trying to say, oh, you know, Trump's putting us in our national security. You know, we got to do our national security. Um, and so, you know, again, to put that out in the, in the public, you know, to sway public opinion, because why was happening? Well, you know, we do have the, the midterms coming up. Um, you know, so, that, you know, that's, that, you know, it's politically motivated. And that's where we come, you know, down to it. So, you know, and then there's new things coming out during the. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll get to that point. Uh, but first, you know, we're we're talking about you know Mayor Garland with uh, possibly in, impeaching him. So there's already talk about it. So of course they're going to try to do what they can because they do not want the GOP to you know to retake the House and it's definitely not to retake the Senate because if there's enough Garland Garland's gone. Or at least he'll have the stain of being, uh, you know, of being impeached. And, you know, at least in the House, you know, he might not be convicted of it. Um, but at least impeached, uh, hey, that'll be a, 
you know, a blemish on his record like they try to do with Trump, you know, with impeaching him, knowing what, you know, well, that they weren't going to remove him from office. Yeah, and they, they tried to remove him from office. Now, now they're instead of trying to remove him from office, now they're going to try to get him to not ever be able to run uh, any longer. Uh, but since I did mention Comey, uh, let's go ahead and, you know, br- you know, bring Comey up is, you know, during the Durham report, you know, some things are coming out. Uh, how the, um, you know, an FBI, I mean, you know, a Russian, you know, spy was, you know, being paid off, you know, an informant, I believe, was being paid, you know, paid off uh, as part of, you know, the, the steel dossier. And Comey, you know, and Comey knows these things. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what develops, you know, what develops here on, uh, on you know, Comey being prosecuted. But these are the things that are, you know, are coming down the pike. Uh, for the Democrats, you know, if the Republicans, I mean, I, you know, so this is a very important midterm, uh, as you know. Uh, so it's, it's going to be very important to uh, get out. Now, we are waiting uh, for our good friend Kelly to come in. He's got some uh, reports, and, and he's doing some works on his own. Uh, he's running behind schedule today. I certainly don't uh, – like to do, you know, monologues, but, you know, we'll, <laughs> we're here if we, uh, we'll, you know, if we have to. Uh, but one of the things I have, you know, we'll look at is, you know, and I've done this in a, gosh, in a long time, um, is, you know, go over things on the, on the Bard's Logic Political Talk website. Uh, you can go to www.bardslogicpoliticaltalk.com website. Uh, a lot of things that we talk about, he, uh, you know, here on the show uh, is, uh, you know, from the, the website, especially the uh, Bard's Logic Newsroom, where you can you know, find a lot of articles uh, there. So, you know, definitely check it out. So when you're not listening to the show, um, it's going, you know, it has you know, a number of different sections. You know, we've got you know, some videos there, of course, politics, you know, world news, sports. I mean, I'll, you know, I'm not big on sports, but I know a lot of people have it. So I thought, well, I'll just add that on, um, you know, add that on to the page. Uh, but, you know, we we just want to put this out there that, you know, I think that you know, maybe the Republicans will try to impeach him, maybe go after Comey. But we do know that historically, you know, the, the Republicans, you know, if, when, when it came to things, talked the big talk, you know, but, but never did the walk. Okay. So we've, we, we've seen that. So I don't know whether, you know, I hope so. Cause, I mean, it's time. And we really need to – you know, stop this fascism, because that's exactly what I think uh, the Democrats are doing. I mean, I think not only are they using our intelligence and law, you know, national law enforcement agencies to go after political opponents, I mean, look at all these woke corporations that are working together with the government. I mean, that in and of itself is fascism. And so while you, you, you know, certainly hear that the Democrats try saying, oh, the Republicans are anti-democracy and they're fascists. They're doing, you know, what they do all the time, and that is they uh, project, you know, what they're actually doing and try to put on the Republicans. We know that, um, again, when you talk to your, you know, when you talk to your friends, you know, who are more, you know, independent-minded or even Democrats, you know, when they, when you have those discussions with them, you know, point that out, you know, and, and show them, hey, look, this is what actually fascism is. This is what fascists do. And the people who are actually doing that are the Democrats. You know, they're the one. I mean, just you know, look at 
the Gestapo. I mean, look at the SS. Look what they did, you know, against political opponents. Look what. Uh, look at the speech that Trump did. I mean, that was, I mean, not Trump. I'm sorry, the Biden did against the mega people, right? I mean, I mean that sounded so Hitler-esque. I mean, you could have, you know, you know, just put Hitler up there and uh, talking to about the Jews. You know, we're trying to say that, oh, it's the, you know, the megas who are, you know, all the, you know, the nation's problems and, and things of that nature. And then you got other liberals, you know, on the media saying that, you know, oh, it's, you know, them who are the, you know, the greatest threat uh, to the United States, you know, which, you know, again, in an election year, it, it was, and, and speaking of election year on that speech, some, are, well, a lot of people, I think 60% of, there was a, a poll not that I'm real big on polls, but uh, there was a poll that said 60% of people thought that, you know, the speech was over the top and divisive, which that speech was divisive. So anyway, so, you know, what they're, you know, what we're going to bring it back to is, you know, so looking to see if our, our friend Kelly uh, has joined us, which, uh, he has not. Uh, I know he's been working on a, a lot of things there in, in California with, uh, you know, grand juries and trying to get things together. I wonder if he hit a, um, you know, some roadblocks on, on that. Um, he's going to give us a, a report if he's able to make it into, uh, make it on to this episode. Uh, but, yeah, we were expecting him in here for, you know, by now. And, you know, hopefully we'll be able to hear him, you know, hear from him shortly. Um, but anyway, so one of the things that um, you know I'm, I'm working on is that well we're you know for the show is of course we are you know it is a midterm uh, we are going to because this this last half hour is supposed to be for Kelly so we didn't have any you know I didn't have uh, things ready for you know ready for him so we'll talk about what we got coming up uh, in future episodes of course it is a mid you know the midterms coming up we are going to look at some candidates. Uh, we are going to look to have some, you know, people from other organizations, you know, coming onto the program. I know if you look back in the archive, you'll see uh, some of the folks that we've interviewed, uh, you know, such as uh, Carrie Lake. You know, we're working on uh, getting her back on the show. We'll probably get some other people who, who ran uh, for the primaries, but, you know, although they didn't make it, they're still active. And we'll be, you know, talking to them about what they're doing. Uh, you know, like Josh Barnett, uh, you know, had him on. Uh, so, you know, you can tell us what, you know, what he's got going on. Uh, Lombardi, we've had him, you know, him running, you know, see what he's going, uh, coming into the show. So we've got some, you know, up-and-coming things, you know, uh, coming down the pike that, you know, we're working on. There's a, as you know, there's a lot of stuff that um, is going there that, that's involved in, in making these shows. So anyway, so I brought up earlier uh, about the, you know, Bard Floods newsroom. We'll go over some of, with the, some of the articles uh, that you would, uh, re, you know, read there. So, again, you can find it at www.bardslogicpoliticaltalk.com. Uh, you'll see a lot of space things on there. Some, that's, of course, one of the, <laughs> my main interests there. And not a lot of folks, unfortunately, talk about it, such as the new Artemis launch that, you know, unfortunately has been delayed uh, due to the length. I think September 23rd is the next time uh, they're supposed to do the launch. And if you're not familiar with uh, Artemis 1, uh, what Artemis 1 is, it's the rocket that's eventually going to uh, 
bring the manned uh, capsules to, you know, back to the moon, uh, you know, when they're supposed to go back there in 2024. I mean, hopefully with all these delays, that don't, uh, that don't happen. Um, you know, but the 23rd is the next time they're supposed to, uh, to, to at least try again uh, to do the launch. So there's an update on that. So again, going back to, I wanted to bring that up since uh, one of the first articles you'll see on the website is for Starlink, uh, which is, you know, it was shared by, by SpaceX. Uh, but anyway, uh, you know, again, that, as I said earlier, there's some videos on there. There's also these articles uh, that, you know, from different uh, places. Let's find one here while we're waiting for Kelly. If uh, Kelly's okay, um, I did, you know, unless he got the time wrong, on when he was uh, doing that, I think we're going to reach out and ask him if he's okay. Um, because usually he's pretty much pretty well on time. Uh, but anyway, now there's some uh, some good news here uh, that you'll see on the on the website. It says. Uh, uh, enough is enough. Two lifelong Democrats slipped, officially joined the Republican Party because of Joe Biden's policies at the border, which is abysmal. And now, one actually, I want to bring since, since we're talking about the, you know, uh, Carrie Lake, and we're also talking about the border before I get to the article, I did want to add uh, an, an idea that Carrie Lake had about the uh, the border of Arizona, because as you know, she's running for the uh, the governor of Arizona, and I think you know Texas should do this. I think uh, you know the other border states should do it. Um, is that she talked? She talked about you. You could see her interview in our archives. We get the full interview. She spent about a half hour with us um, some episodes ago. You know, prior. So I think it was the the week prior to their as as a week yeah a week prior to their primary uh, that she came on. But anyway, what she was mentioning about the border is, you know, to put, you know, she said, well, I'll just put the National Guard on there. Because obviously the, you know, the, now personally, I think, you, you know, I don't think, think it's legal, but and personally I would like to see them just put the military, frankly. But I guess the National Guard, you know, uh, you know on the border uh, can work. But she's talking about, you know, putting the National Guard on the border, which, uh, the Arizona border, which I think is a good idea. You know, I think it's a good, I think it's a good idea to do that. Um, now, you know, hopefully, you know, we'll we'll see. I know Arizona's a, a tight race, which again, I can't imagine. You know, why again? This is could be fake polls, uh, but I don't know why uh, anyone would would vote for Democrat, especially in you know these border states where they see the borders. I mean, they see all the the crime and the fentanyl and everything coming in. So I don't understand why anybody would. Um, would vote for him, but uh, be all it as it may, just two lifelong Democrats recently announced they will be running for re-election, re-election as Republicans, in part because of the worsening border crisis under President Joe Biden. Uh, uh, Terrell County Judge Dale Carruthers and Presidio County Judge uh, Cinderella uh, Guevara, two families, two females in uh, Texas border communities voiced frustration with Biden's border policies destroying their uh, small communities. Quote, uh, the single reason they switch parties, they say, 
is because the Biden's administration policy led to more than 2 million people coming to the border from over 150 countries. The cost of crime stemming from an open border, increased trafficking and smuggling of people, weapons, and guns to their communities has prompted them to say, enough is enough, and do something about it, Blankley wrote. Her others said, I come from a Hispanic heritage, which was prom- uh, prominently Democrat. The chaos at the border and everything that's been going on make me realize that I need to switch parties. I am very happy to be a Republican and to represent this great state of Texas as a judge. Uh, I have been, and this is from uh, Guevara, I've been a Democrat since 1992. I always ran as a Democrat, and this is my first year to run as a Republican. I'm I'm very grateful for Governor Abbott for all he has done for Texas and continues to do for Texas, especially with our border crisis. Now, rumors continue to swirl about that the House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is expected to retire or step back after November's midterm elections. Well, let's hope she's not the Speaker of the House. Let's hope that, you know, the Republicans do take the House back, and so she won't be the Speaker of the House anyway. Now, I know going off a little tangent that we'll get back to the article is that, you know, I'd rather say you see Jim Jordan – uh, you know, be be the speaker, you know, speaker of the house if, if the Republicans do win it. Um, you know, I think the, you know, he would he would be better in the spot, but be that as it may. Um, you know, it says a new report reveals that the California Democrat represent, and this is gee, our favorite Democrat, Adam Schiff, is positioning himself as their heir to Pelosi. Oh my God, Pelosi's speakership. Could you imagine? Adam Schiff, oh, my gosh. This, this in and of itself should motivate Republicans to get out and vote because if they're talking about Adam Schiff, of all people, positioning himself to be the Speaker of the House, if, if oh, my God, could you imagine that? That is just awful. Talk about uh, – the only thing that comes out of that, ma- that man's mouth are lies, and to have him be the Speaker of the House. Admit, the Speaker of the House, the biggest liar in all of Congress, is the Speaker of the House. Unbelievable. Um, oh my gosh, I couldn't imagine that. That would be uh, that would be <laughs> that would be awful. Uh, but anyway, um, Adam Schiff is positioning himself to be Pelosi speakership as she chooses to retire. After Republicans like Lewin back the House, Pelosi, for her part, has announced she will seek re-election in November. But who's to say she won't step down? My gosh. Because uh, the Washington Post reports that Schiff's efforts to have, quote, focus on consolidating support among his home base in California, that is, he has not made an explicit ask for endorsements. Okay. But, could, gosh, could you imagine, could you imagine that, um, him, being the, him being the Speaker of the House? So, I mean, you, you do have some Democrats, you know, who are – I'm, I'm not going to go read because I don't like reading to the audience. Um, so you got, you know, two Republicans, you know, that are, that are going to be leaving the Democrat Party. Uh, so hopefully you find not, you know, just Democrats who are in office, whether it be a judge or House or, you know, whatever, uh, coming in, then – you know, I'm hoping that you have a lot of Democrat voters 
uh, that are coming out to, uh, you know, you know that that are, that are coming out to uh, vote, you know, vote Republican instead. I mean, certainly independents. I think that's where the uh, the crux is going to lie. I think it's going to be the independents who uh, are going to be the ones to, you know, tip the whether the the Republicans take over uh, the House and frankly the Senate. I think it's. I really think it's in the hands of the of the independents. So I think it's going to be two things for the Republicans to do. One, they definitely got to energize their base. They got to energize their base and get them out. Secondly, um, you know, we have to uh, get you know speak out to the Republic. You know, speak out the independents. And what they got to do is yes, they certainly got to point out. You know the fascism that the you know that the Democrats are doing, the fascism what the you know Merrick Garland and the FBI are doing, but they also need to say okay, and obviously you know point out what's happening with inflation and gas prices, but they also need to say okay, this is what we're going to do when we're in office. Now there is a, you know, besides investigating, which they have said they're going to do investigations, which I'm happy for. I'm happy to see that they're going to do investigations, but they also have to say you know, what they are going to do to curtail inflation. Now, one of the things I think it would be beneficial for them to do uh, would be to uh, get get diesel prices down. Now, I, I know people out there, including around me, where gas prices have has gone down, which is good, but diesel's still up. But that's why your food, you know, that's why your groceries, that's why almost everything you buy is still high. Well, yeah, gas prices are down. Yeah, they're saving a little bit of money now. They're still almost twice as high as they were during the Trump administration. But it's diesel is what you have to, yeah, you know, what you have to get, you know, lowered, not, uh, you know, gas. I mean, gas, yes, certainly will help. But diesel, if you want to see the prices of other things uh, go down, okay, is, is is diesel prices. So. But and you will. I mean, once we get closer to the election, you'll see gas and diesel go down close to the election because one thing I've noticed, and you probably have noticed yourself, but it does seem that you know always around election time, you have uh, you know that you you see the fuel prices go down. So we'll probably see that closer um, to then. Uh, but then let's let's bring it back to uh, the, you know the crux of our conversation. So, well. It's a monologue at this time. Um, I don't know anyone else who's done a, who does a monologue for about an hour. Uh, I've been tr- I'm, I've been trying, except there are one uh, person who who called in to talk about Caitlyn Jenner, which we weren't even talked by Caitlyn Jenner, but we do. We get our disruptors who call us through the program. Uh, we've had them before. Uh, we've had people who are much nastier. So to bring in Caitlyn Jenner, I don't know why. Liberals think that it's a bad thing to bring up Caitlyn Jenner. Like I, I don't, I don't get it. Um, now, I, now, seems like an all right guy, gal, what have you. Um, if, I mean, uh, if I was, you know, Jenner. Yeah. Anyway, we, <laughs> I won't say any. I won't say any more about that. Uh, but anyway, so we. I mean, we. Yeah, you know, we've had our people call in, but that's actually a good thing. That means that you know, if they want to disrupt what you're doing. Uh, then you must certainly be doing, you know, doing something right. Uh, so we must we must be putting out information here that uh, the liberals want to make a put a distraction. So and we're going to unfortunately we're going to see we're going to see more of that because 
they they can't talk about you know <laughs> what they're doing for the economy. So of course they have to go after everybody. Uh, everybody now, not just Trump. And, and, and hear me out about, you know, they're not going to go just against Trump. Trump is first, okay? What see, here's what scares them to death. They know Trump is a populist, okay? They know Trump is popular also among Republicans. Even after all they've tried to do, Trump is still popular. Uh, and also, like 95%, that's why they're going against the MAGA movement. They're going against the MAGA movement because – 90 because you know it comes back to what I said earlier about the impeachment and about you know maybe Comey being prosecuted because about 95% of the people that Trump endorsed they won their primaries so you got a bunch of you know you know Trump endorsed candidates possibly winning their their seat right you're winning their election and then these will be the people, because they were endorsed by Trump, who are going to be motivated to be a part of, if not, you know, spearhead these investigations, perhaps it spearhead the impeachment of Garland and maybe going, you know, for, for James Comey. And I mean, we had an episode a long, long time ago called, you know, Investigate the Investigators, and hopefully it will be high time for them to do it, you know, for the Republicans to do it. And I think they're going to, frankly, piss off a lot of people if they don't, you know, because I, I think, you know, a lot of American people are, are tired of seeing what this, uh, you know, what this regime is doing and, and how it really is, you know, mirroring a lot of, you know, of what the fascists done in their early days. So I think a lot of people are, you know, you know, are seeing are, are seeing that. So anyway, so you got ninety five percent, you know, of of Trump people, and, and, let, let, and mark my word, if they are successful in taking down Trump, see that they're, they're they're going to go top down, because they're going to think, you know what, if we can take down Trump, we can take down anybody. So what they're going to do is first they're going to try to take down Trump, and then after they take down Trump, they're going to try to take down you know all the people he's endorsed. They're gonna they're they're gonna go after the they're gonna go after the people they endorse as well, okay? Then after they go after the people they endorse, you know, and I'm talking about you know you know the politicians, then and they're already starting to do this. I mean, look what happened to Mike Lindell. I mean, they took the guy's phone. I mean, the my pillow guy. Because I mean, so what? Now because you disagreed with the uh, election, which is ironic, and of course Democrats are hypocrites. Who they say, oh, my gosh, you question the election. Well, wait a minute. Didn't Hillary Clinton question the 2016 election? Uh, what, you know, the, I, can't, I can't recall her name, but she lost the George, you know, for the Georgia, I think, governorship or something. And she kept saying that the election was stolen from her. Um, so it's okay if Democrats do it, but, you know, if Republicans do it, you know, there's something against. But anyway, back to my point, is that the first, you know, Trump, then they're going to go after the people he endorsed. Then they're going to go after the, politi- the people who, you know, supported him or followed him. And I'm talking about, you know, the, the politicians, right? Uh, and then after that, they'll go after his supporters, which, again, they already are. Look, what happens, look what's going on with Mike Lindell. And then who are they going to go after? They're going to go after the Trump supporters. Well, and they're already kind of going after him now. But, I mean, they're, putting, they're not putting as much effort as they will later. 
I mean, first they want to get the big guy. They want not the big guy. That's, you know, that's uh, Biden, right? Biden's the big guy, Mr. Ten Percent. No, but they're, you know, they're, you know, they want to take down Trump first, and then they're going to work their way down, and then they're going to come after you, uh, the American people. You know, so that 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 is their strategy, and that's you know. So if they win, you know, if, you know, if, if they don't, you know, whip if the Republicans don't win you know, in November, you know, then they're not going to be able to do those investigations and really hold people accountable. I mean, aren't, aren't you tired out there of people such as Comey, you know, never being held accountable for, for what they've, they've done? Or Hillary Clinton? I'm, I'm, I'm of the mind that Hillary Clinton's untouchable. There's just something about her that no one is going to dare go, go up against her. I mean, you have, you know, I'm sure you remember, lock her up, lock her up. We were all hoping, but uh, knew it was never going to really happen, you know. And, I mean, I thought they had a good chance to maybe do something with Comey. It hasn't happened. Well, now that more people, I think, are waking up to what's going on and then the politi- politicization of these organizations, then I think that, you know, more people see that, the more people are going to – you know, be like, yeah, maybe these people do need to be held accountable because we're not Venezuela. You know, we're, we're not, you know, we're not a third, you know, third world country. We're not a fascist regime. And we, you know, we need to get rid of this corruption, which bringing, bringing me to corruption, you know, what always baffled me about Trump is you had, you know, we, people talk about the corruption in Washington, D.C. for literally decades. I mean, remember, you know, Mr. Smith goes to Washington. I don't know why they play that around Christmas, but they do. You know, Mr. Smith goes to Washington. I mean, they're talking about government corruption, Washington, D.C. corruption. You get a guy who's an outsider, and Trump was. He's never ran for any office ever before, or he's been in office, talking about draining the swamp, talking about, you know, the corruption that's in Washington, D.C. And, and, and tell me. I don't care whether you're a Republican. I don't care if you're a Democrat. I don't care if you're an independent. You tell me that you don't think there's corruption in our government. You tell me that. And people, I bet you, you know, I bet, you know, now 75% of the country probably would have thought that before Trump. Trump gets in, wants to, uh, you know, address the corruption that's in Washington, D.C., and the lying media was able to convince. I wouldn't say half the country, but a good portion of the country, that it was Trump. That was the corrupt one instead of the people who've been lifelong politicians like Nancy Pelosi, like Adam Schiff, who's, you know, like the Bidens, who that's – I mean, they got wealthy while in office, you know, and, and so – but Trump is corrupt. So – but somehow they were, they were able to do it because, well, I know, and with the liberal mindset – is they believe, well, if I hear it enough, let's see, MSN is, MSNBC is saying this, NBC is saying this, CNN is saying this, you know, CBS is saying this, and all the, you know, all these alphabet media, as I call them, are saying it. Then, my gosh, it must be true. Uh, no, they're the propaganda arm. I mean, look how many times you've seen Adam Schiff on, you know, like CNN and MSNBC saying, oh, yeah, the uh, – the laptop, the Hunter Biden laptop is Russian disinformation. When it's not, he lied right there on TV. Hell, he lied, you know, saying, oh, I have evidence. 
No, no, you don't. You've never produced that evidence. And so, you know, he, you know, see, he, he, he's a liar. Can't believe anything he says. <laughs> and then, oh my gosh, could you, again, imagine him trying to be the Speaker of the House. That would be, that would be awful uh, for that to happen. But anyway, so, you know, what, what were what you talk, well, I talked about tonight. I was hoping to, uh, you know, work off uh, my friend Kelly here. Uh, but I'm starting to think that, uh, you know, he'll be unable to make it. Again, hope, Kelly, uh, hope you're okay. Uh, you know, so that's what we're wanting to, you know, talk about. It's something, you know, to put out there in the ether, uh, something that, you know, more people I, you know, think we're going to be talking about or hope I hope uh, to be talking about as well uh, because, you know, if you're going to be going against political opponents, which we see in, you know, communist and fascist regimes, well, that, that's what they're doing here. They're, they're trying to pretend that they're not trying to affect the outcome of the election, and they are. I, what I said earlier in this episode, look at the timing of when they're doing these things. Just a few months before the, uh, the election, they know, you know, that the Democrats are going to have a hard way of it because of the, the way the economy is. We're in a proxy war with Russia. You know, our main adversary, China. Is, is, is threatening your allies, threatening, uh, you know, you know, threatening, you know, Taiwan. And if you go back to our, you know, most previous episode, we talked about that at length. So check that out in the archive, um, and you know, see, you know, what 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 they're ignoring. Okay, so they're, they're trying to ignore all of that, and they're trying to shift people's attention. To all the soup law, that's why they're trying to say, oh, it's national, but Trump's papers are national security. No, no, they're not. Um, what, they, what they also don't want to do is remember what Trump said, that, you know, he's got information about, you know, what really went down during the Russian, you know, collusion, you know, delusion, <laughs> you know, the debacle uh, for that. And he's actually, it sounds like he may, you know, actually have some, you know, evidence. Now, why he hasn't come out with it yet, I don't know. I mean, I don't pretend to know everything that, you know, President Trump, you know, has done or, or will do. Uh, but, you know, just, you know, but that, that's, he said, maybe that's why they had, they were just looking for everything uh, that they could possibly find. Uh, but we were only planning on uh, this being an hour show uh, this evening. Uh, so, you know, we will be, you know, you know back for, you know, other episodes with, uh, you know, some guests. Again, we, you know, was hoping to have a report from Kelly uh, once Kelly, uh, you know, gives me the updates uh, for that. Um, I've got, you know, I was going to mention earlier, I'm, I've got some things that I'm going to be working on. Uh, I'm soon going to be uh, joining up with a, an organization and looking on doing a, an ambassadorship with them. Um, I'm not going to go into a lot of details yet on that, um, but that's going to be taking up, uh, you know, some time as well. Uh, so, but we'll still, you know, be bringing things that we think, are, you know, are important out to uh, the audience. We certainly appreciate uh, you listening you know, to the podcast. You know, that's one good thing about podcasts. You can go back and look at all of our other episodes, you know, and the guests we've had on and the discussions that we've had. We'll have them, you know, here again. We'll have uh, both political and non-political uh, people onto the program. Uh, but looking forward to, to doing that. Um, unfortunately, you know, I haven't been doing as much as, you know, we used to here uh, on the program, uh, just because I've been getting into a lot of different things other than uh, the podcast. Yeah, I've, you know, 
if you're new listening to the show, I worked on some campaigns, um, worked on my own campaign, uh, which I only lost by two votes uh, there. You would talk about heartbreaking is, is putting all those hours into campaigning and then losing by two votes. Um, but, you know, that just frees my time, you know, frankly, to uh, work on this new endeavor uh, that I'm going to be taking up as well. And I'm really excited about that. Actually, uh, I'll be working in that right after I get off. Uh, this podcast, and we'll talk more about uh, what I'm working on at length uh, then. But you know, I do appreciate uh, you know you know listening to uh, the podcast live now, or if you're going to listen to it later. Uh, looking forward to seeing you guys. So, but definitely uh, share out the links, not just to this uh, program. Again, it was just a monologue, but it is putting out some ideas uh, that I think would hopefully get out there for people to. Uh, consider if the Republicans were to uh, take the House uh, and the Senate. But thank you very much, folks. Uh, We will see you next time, and take care. 